This is the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, episode number 192. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, episode number 192 of the show. I am excited, as always, for this podcast episode this week. I am joined by my friends over at Cascadia Pizza Co., who own a food truck. And I've got a lot of emails lately and questions over on Facebook about starting a food truck. There's a lot of people who want to open a restaurant eventually or want to open a pizzeria, but they feel maybe a food truck is the way to get started. And my friend Christian from Cascadia Pizza Company with his partner Alex started Cascadia Pizza Company. Well, Alex started it and then Christian joined him and now Alex moved to Los Angeles, that lucky guy, to start another food truck. So we talked to Christian about what it's like to start a food truck, what the day in the life is like of a food truck operator, how he finds his spots, how he does his marketing. And there's something that's happening in the food truck scene. These food trucks are popping up more and more spots. So it's getting a little competitive. And we try to we talk a little bit about how you stand out as a pizza truck or a food truck, any kind of food truck that you have. How do you stand out in the crowd? How do you get your spots? How do you negotiate these the best places to be so you can sell the most food on your truck? So I think if you're looking to get into the food truck scene, if you maybe you have a restaurant now and you're looking to start a food truck, you're going to enjoy this episode. Or maybe you're looking, you're in a different industry and you're looking to start in the pizza industry. Uh, this is a great way to get started with a food truck or a food trailer. And we talked to Christian all about that on this episode of the show. Before I get into that, thank our sponsor for this episode, Susan at Our Town America. If you're looking to find some new movers who live in your area, Susan is our go-to resource for that. She's been a longtime friend and sponsor of the show. Uh, heard a lot of good things about the people that she works with. They're getting really good results. So if you want to find new movers, here's how the program works. People move in and out of your city every day. Susan has a proprietary system with our town that locates the people who have just recently moved into your area. She helps you come up with a great offer to incentivize them to visit your restaurant. It's very easily trackable. She then helps you fill up a follow-up form to send them something after they visited you, and voila, you have a new customer because you have great pizza or whatever food product you have. They're new to the area, and they love you now, and Susan helps you do that. So contact Susan at OurTown.net. That's her email, or you can go to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash OurTown for some more information on how to contact Susan and get started with this great program. Now, before else we get into the episode, I know I'm talking a lot here, uh, but we talk a lot about growing your pizzeria, marketing, what's working, what's working now, what's working in the future, what's not working anymore. And if this is all a little overwhelming for you and you need some help, we can help you do that. Our smart pizza marketing platform helps you do that. Uh, we do all the marketing for you. The cool thing about that is we work with lots of people all over the country. So we know what's working and what is not. And we can focus our energy on helping you grow your social footprint and your marketing and your business by doing the things that are working today. And we help you do all of that. The only problem is we only work with one pizzeria per zip code. So once that zip code gets filled up, it usually doesn't come available again. So if you're looking for information on how we can help you grow your business, social media, digital marketing is not going away, okay? It's only gonna increase as we move forward. So you need to get on that right now if you have it. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, that's a start. But if you want an even more head start, and you want us to help you with it, go to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash zip and see if your zip code is available. We'll have someone contact you and let you know if it's available and if we can even help you out. All right, guys, I'm excited to get into this episode. So let's just get right into it with Christian from Cascadia Pizza Co. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. Great guest on with me today. I'm very excited. We're going to talk a little food truck and a little pizza business with Christian 
owner of Cascadia Pizza Co. We're going to talk about what it's like to run a food truck and get ready to open your next restaurant. So Christian, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Absolutely, brother. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? I'm great. Busy, busy. I love it. So tell us a little bit of background, if, if people who aren't familiar with what you're doing. Give us a little brief history of you know what you're doing now and how you got into the pizza business. Absolutely. So we started uh, June 2015. Uh, my actually my, my business partner Alex, he started the company. He we just got you know we we started with a little tiny little trailer, uh, basically just like a flatbed trailer with a dome on top. Um, and he basically he started the company. I basically started working with him uh, shortly after that. Uh, our first day, basically ever selling, we just you know went this tiny little parking lot uh, in the corner of uh, Enumclaw, and it's a tiny little country town. It's about you know forty five minutes or an hour southeast of Seattle. First day, we sold like one hundred and twenty pizzas, and we're just like, <laughs> "Whoa, you guys going crazy!" Yeah, we're just like, "Okay, well, I guess we got something going here." So, you know, from then, we just kind of went on the weekends. We were just part-time for uh, quite a while. We were part-time for about a year and a half, I want to say, um, just doing weekends. Uh, my business partner, Alex, and I, at that time, I was just working for him. I thought, I've never actually, I'd worked at a Jimmy John's. I've never worked in a restaurant before. And I was like, hey, man, you need help? Like, this is like some of the best pizza I've ever had. I was super excited that, you know, one of my buddies had started up a, a business. And I just wanted to help any way I could. Um, so we basically started working weekends and, you know, we did a f- couple of weddings, uh, cause we, we do a lot of catering. That's, that's a lot, a big part of our business. And we did a couple of weddings, you know, word of mouth. Then that next summer, uh, we ended up booking, I want to say like 20 weddings, all word of mouth, no marketing, no nothing. It was just, you know, Enum Claws is kind of a small, a smaller, uh, country town and kind of word gets around and people started liking our pizza. So we got quite a few weddings booked. Um, and then my business partner was, his wife is from LA and he wanted to, uh, to move back. You know, they wanted to move to LA and you want to know if I want to become an owner. And so I bought into the company and that was, uh, October of 2016. Uh, and then we actually just upgraded to a bigger trailer that allowed us to go full time, uh, May 1st of 2017. So we've been going full time for a little over a year. Wow. So May, May, May 1st, 2018 was uh, full-time, and just people really reacted to us very well. So Now, Alex owns another food truck in L.A., right? Yeah, so he owns uh, Pacific Pizza Co., and they're a food truck in L.A. He's kind of Santa Clarita uh, Valley area. I'm a little jealous of him, actually. Yeah, I went down there and worked on the truck. Uh, dude, the L.A. scene versus the Seattle like food truck scene is insane. It's it's a whole nother ball game. And then you also talk about, you know, Austin, Texas as well. But LA is just it's crazy. There's food trucks everywhere. Um we, you know, we we did this event down in LA where there was like 30, 40 trucks and we sold like, you know, like 85 pizzas in like an hour and a half just wow. him and I. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so it's really two different aspects for you because in Seattle it's probably more laid back, less of a food scene, food food truck wise, you're probably Right, yeah. you know, not yeah, as much comp. There's, right, there's there's a lot, a lot less food trucks. I mean, obviously in Seattle the you're you're kind of really weather dependent too. Um right. in LA, you know, it's sunny every single day. Sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah, exactly. I hate that guy. I know it's the worst, man. Uh, but uh, yeah, Seattle, the weather, and also in the winter time too. We went through our first winter full time, and it was very—it was an adjustment for us. We did—we did fine. We did okay. 
Um, but it's just all about, you know, booking spots and there's, there's some websites you go through to kind of book through, you know, just, you know, there's lunch spots at corporate offices and all that type of stuff. So let's get into that. Cause I'm curious about that. Cause I don't know anything about the food truck really scene. How do you, how do you go from part-time to full-time? Like, how do you know you're going to be able to make it? Uh, dude, we, we, I had so many family members ever don't do it. Wait, no wait, And I was just like, no, like, you know, I, I got into this business for a reason just to, you know, try and make it. And so it's, I, I've learned more in the last, you know, two years or so owning the, the business and trying to, you know, create business than I think any school could ever teach me. It's just, there's a lot of trial and error. Um, I think the best way people learn is from failing. Um, and we had some aspects where we were, you know, failing at. And so we had a correct that and we our winter going going through wintertime uh, was it was a little rough but we ended up you know doing okay and we got some more spots so essentially for booking at least in washington state i'm assuming it's going to be the same kind of throughout you know food truck i guess different states but uh there's a couple different websites you kind of there's like a washington state food truck association uh that's one of the spots i go and book at they basically what they do is they kind of handle the the hard work they go out they find the spots. They kind of get you a – so every food truck has to have, like, a blanket, like, restaurant, or they have to have a, a restroom agreement. Mm-hmm. So just make sure your employees can, you know, use the restroom while you're working. So it has to be, like, within a certain amount of feet, I think, from where your truck is parked to where the restroom is. So they go out. They get a blanket uh, restroom agreement, um, and then you, you just have to provide, like, a, CIA, uh, a certificate of insurance. Uh, and then they basically charge you anywhere from, like, 25 bucks to 30 bucks. There's, like, a – I'm not going to say the name, but there's a, another, another association that will charge like 150 bucks a, a spot. But at the same time, you're also probably doing, you know, $1,500. So I guess it, it can balance itself out. Right. Uh, but I hang, I hang out normally towards the South end of Seattle. Uh, it's called King County. So I normally hang on the South end King County. Uh, but yeah, you kind of just go through a website. Um, also I have my spots that I've kind of gone out and found, um, for dinner, since we're kind of from the Enumclaw area, we normally do our dinner shifts which is like a four to eight shift. We do that uh, in Enumclaw, uh, where we're from. <clears throat> and there's a few spots there, a couple breweries to go to. Um, and, and that's a big thing too. Um, the, the rise in, you know, in America, or I guess in Washington, because you know, Washington's such a great beer state, uh, there's a so many breweries are just popping up everywhere. And it's so expensive for these breweries to add a kitchen in that, you know, they just have food trucks come out. Because, you know, at a kitchen, you're talking another, you know, fifty to $100,000 to to get a kitchen going. And right. that's just, for a lot of these guys are just, you know, regular people trying to <laughs> trying to make it. That's a lot of money. And so having food trucks come out really, really helps them, and it helps us because um, there's literally nothing better than, you know, beer and pizza. That's probably yeah, the best situation out there. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you two questions I have. Absolutely. So for the first one, for the websites that you go to, you go there, sign up, and then you basically get a time and a slot where they send you, or you get to pick where you want to go. Yeah, so there's gonna there you know they have I mean I don't know how many let's just say they have 50 locations throughout you know the kind of the Seattle area. You basically book on a schedule. So let's say because what also what's kind of frustrating in this area, uh, it may be all around, is that people will go and they'll book out spots for the whole year you know right so you got to be really on top of your game on how you book so because right now you know i've i've you know let's say in august um on a really good spot you may not be able to get a chance to go there until you know february and that happened to me there's this really good spot in kent uh where we're at and you know it was really hard to get in and so the earliest i get in was like seven months out so 
you really got to be on top of your game where you're booking because lunch spots are really going to really going to save you, especially through winter, because you can run double shifts. You know, you can do a lunch spot and a dinner shift. You know, right. normally lunch right. are 11 to 2 or 10 to 2, 10 to 1, 11 to 2. Uh, and then dinners are typically 4 to 8. So you run those doubles and those are really going to float you through the winter season, especially in areas like Washington or Oregon where it's, you know, it's really kind of wet and crappy during the summer year or right. winter, winter time. Right. So you, so you go on the website and there's slots that they have already assigned and you kind of just, when they're available, you pick the one which looks good to you or the one you, you know yep. you want to go to and select that one. Yeah. Yeah. And then you kind of put a fee down, uh, you know, it's like normally like $25. Um, and you kind of just, whatever dates are open for that spot, you try and book it out. So it's actually very, very handy. Uh, we also go to a lot of spots that I've kind of just, you know, I've literally drove around in a car and be like, hmm, that's a good spot. So so now, are you, are you allowed to do that? Like, can you just pick any spot so you want? you got to really uh, get a hold of the landlord, whoever owns that property, and kind of tell them what's going on. Because a lot of these times, like, a lot of like, companies really, really love food trucks. Because yeah. it keeps their people on site. They don't got to travel far. But the biggest thing is just whoever spot you're going to, somehow get the, the contact with the landlord and, and make sure it's okay. Typically... Honestly, I've I've never really had a problem. They just always want you to provide a certificate of insurance just so they're covered. But other than that, it's all uh, yeah, it's pretty easy. You just gotta make sure you contact basically the landlord. Now, do you have to pay them money, or do you just give them food? Some, I mean, no, I've never really had an issue with that. Um, I some, I guess sometimes they're probably hey, you know, want you you know throw me twenty bucks here per day. I'm like, all right, but most of the time, no, they're just happy to have you know food that's close to them because we we try to go in like the business parks where it's very just the industrial kind of part of the city. And so there's not much restaurants around. So they're, they're kind of just happy to have trucks out there. And if their employees don't have to drive anywhere, the employees are probably happy. Exactly. Right. Cause you're not gone for you, two hours. Right. Cause you're an employee. You got to drive 15 minutes or so to go get some food, wait another 15, 20 minutes, eat it. Like your whole lunch is taken up just by, you know, waiting, get food and driving there. Right. So now logistically, do you do all of your prep and all of your dough preparation on the truck? So we so every food truck, um, at least in Washington State, I'm pretty sure it's going to be the same throughout the country. Uh, every food truck has a, a, a commercial kitchen attached to it, so a commissary. So we do all of our prepping uh, and all this stuff at the commissary. Uh, that's we have one. It's kind of in Black Diamond, which is going to be close to our home in the Claw. We kind of go there. We do all of our prepping, uh, and then we kind of go out from the truck from there. Is that your kitchen, or is it like a community kitchen? Yeah, it's it's. There's like a couple other people there um that share it with me and that's typically going to be the case for anywhere normally it's a, just a shared kitchen for a lot of food truckers and what does that cost like how much does that cost you guys you know i i got a really good it's typically i've seen i've heard as much as like 900 to a thousand dollars a month which is crazy and that's right. probably towards like the seattle area um right now i'm paying 300 bucks a month which is really <laughs> the food trucker it's really just about negotiating you know it's really about kind of just being honest with people you have hey like this is what i can afford and and I, there's no way I'd pay, you know, 500 even $500 to me sounds like a lot. Because we're not doing a ton of prep there. You know, we, we keep it very simple. You're just making your have. dough and, like, cutting your vegetables up and just the basic preparation. Right, 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 yeah. So you're probably using it, what, a couple hours a day? I mean, if that, yeah. I mean, and, and a lot of it, we what we use it for, too, is just, um, first off, a, a, a walk-in cooler to, to store my dough trays. Because dough trays are big, as you know. Right. Uh, and then just to wash dishes, really. Um, that's really nice. What's about the, the, the food truck, I guess, industry is if you can, you know, keep it pretty simple. 
Uh, and that's what we do. Like on our truck, we, we only, we do 10 inch pizzas. That's, that's basically what we sell. Sometimes, you know, for big events, we sell like drinks and salads and stuff, but for the most part, um, we, we don't really sell drinks that often because we, you know, we go to breweries and people want to, and I don't want to really compete with drink sales at the breweries, you know, because right, right, right. Uh, some breweries will offer, you know, soda and stuff like that. So I just, you know what, we're just going to do pizza. We try to keep it really simple. Now, are you allowed to serve like beer on your food truck? Uh, you know, we've kind of looked, we want to do it. We haven't necessarily looked into it. Um, I think there'd be some, it'd be some hard permitting process to get that going. Um, I, I don't know how exactly, cause I know for the most part, you'd have to like have a contained area where like people drink the beer. Yeah. So I'm not really exactly sure how it'd work. We, we don't, as of right now, we don't, but that's something we're, we're trying to figure out if we can do in the future. Right. Cause most of the restaurants, if you do consume alcohol, you can't take it off the premises. It, you, right. Exactly. And so since we're like, you know, mobile, a, yeah, anybody can yeah, just walk anywhere with, with anything. Business. We don't have anything, you know, we don't have like a section roped off or anything like that. Now, now to me, like I'm listening to your story and I'm like, that sounds pretty cool. Like you're never in the same spot for the same. So it doesn't, cause to us in the restaurant space, sometimes it feels like groundhog day, right? It's like the, every day is right. exactly the same, same thing. And you're, yeah. you're kind of being able to kind of go to different areas or as long as you can negotiate a spot where you can stay and there's people right. that want to buy pizza, you can hang out there or travel. So it sounds kind of cool for me from a restaurant guy to be able to be mobile. But you right. are looking to open a restaurant, right? Yeah. So actually, I'm jealous of you guys because you guys going to stay in one spot. <laughs> I guess it's, so the grass it's is the always apple. greener, right? Yeah. Oh man, it's I call it life on the road. It's everything breaks, dude. I've gone through I'll go, I'll go through like two to three sets of tires a year. Uh, I've had my my suspension literally snap on me, uh, where I was basically going the highway. I didn't really notice until I went to a mechanic shop. I was actually getting my generator fixed, and he was like, "Did you know that your suspension is broken?" I'm like, "What?" So I literally had to travel like two. Luckily, it was close, like two miles down the road. I was going like five miles an hour because it got really bumpy so basically if i hit a bump and the axle came off i mean the trailer would be you know an axle would fall off so it's kind of like it's pretty scary yeah uh, i've also i've had the trailer come unhitched while i'm driving uh oh man off. yeah i hit a huge bump uh a dip on a highway and the trailer felt luckily my breakaway chains held otherwise you know i i could have died somebody else could have died so Luckily, that situation ended up being okay. The, the chains held. I just kind of pulled to the side of the road. But it's it's a lot, dude. It's a lot to be on the road. I mean, you're constantly moving. You know, we for catering, we we travel all over. We'll go, you know, we'll go, you know, a hundred miles away as long as you know, as long as the payment's right. Right. But, uh, you know, we kind of go all over. And I, so when you say that, I'm kind of jealous of the restaurant where you get to, you know, stay in one place. It's normally safe, you know. <laughs> yeah, if, you're, if like your car breaks down and you work in a restaurant, you just take an Uber to work. Exactly, exactly. If your car breaks down, day, you're screwed. That day my trailer fell off. We actually still made it to the brewery. I had my father-in-law come because uh, I needed a jack to jack up the trailer back onto the hitch. So it's it, honestly there, there's a saying in my company with all my employees there's no solutions only problem oh no there's no problems <laughs> only solutions <laughs> there are always no problems, problems only solutions and and I, i've we've stayed true to that man any any problem there is it can be figured out so now um, how many employees do you have so i had i have three so i have four um, and also have my wife who's an owner. She also kind of works on the weekends with us if, if we need to be for like, you know, catering or stuff, stuff like that. But, uh, I basically have two people that are like, you know, with us, you know, getting like 30 hours a week or so. 
Um, and one of my guys, Steven, has been with me for two years, and he's, you know, he's working every day. We need to be out there. So if it wasn't for him, man, it'd be a, it's, it's, it would be hard out there. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What's the, like, what's the biggest challenge for you in the food truck? You know, the biggest challenge, uh, I guess, when we're from Enumclaw, it's actually, I think it's like the first or second rainiest city in the country. Uh, weather is a big thing because uh, our food truck's a little different. We're not, we don't actually work in the truck. We work around it. So it's kind of a catering truck. Yeah. I'm not sure if you've seen pictures of it. Before. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. So it's, just and I'll like, link them up. I'll link them up for anybody watching this or you can go to the website and I'll link up your website. So you guys can take a look. At Perfect. Yourself. Yeah. There you go. Uh, it's basically just imagine like a big, like 19 foot box, like ATV trailer. Uh, that's basically the whole side of the awning, the driver's side just basically comes up and then the backside comes up the well. So we actually work around the trailer on the ground. So we deal with all the elements, rain. We actually had our awning snap in a windstorm. Uh, luckily <laughs> the, the welds broke free. That was pretty scary because right as a customer order, because basically you go underneath the awning uh, and to order and right, right when they left, like two feet after left, the awning co- actually collapsed and fell on us when we were working. So that oh, was, man. you're lucky. Yeah, that was, yeah, exactly. Uh, so I would say the biggest, are, you know, is the, the elements being outside. Uh, another that is, is traveling, you know, it's, you never know what's happening on the road. I've seen more stupid drivers than I have ever before. Just because I'm on the road all day, every day, basically. Right. Uh, and I'd say the third is fi- just finding good spots, man. It, it can be hard sometimes finding the right spot. You know, sometimes you only sell, you know, 40 pizzas. You know, other times you'll sell 150. So it just kind of depends where you go. How do you get? How do you? How do people find you? Like, is it just that you're in the spot and they can see you, or do you do use Facebook or Instagram or anything? Yeah. So I mean, we're super, super huge on Facebook and Instagram, and, and luckily we've we've built a really good following on Facebook and Instagram over the last three years, um, and that's huge for us. I mean, that, that's really the only platform we use to to let people where we are, to you know, let people what know what's going on in our company. Um, sorry, my cats are playing. That's Stop, okay. guys. Jeez. Uh, and yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing is, is, is Facebook and Instagram. We always post our schedule typically on Mondays cause we'll run a Tuesday through Saturday, basically shift or schedule. And we're always post on there where we're going to be. Instagram is more for like basically looking like, you know, taking really good quality pictures and stuff like that. But Facebook is more, you know, advertising and where we're going to be. Got it. So you use Facebook more to tell your schedule out and like maybe push that in front of people who would be around that area? Yeah, exactly. And, and we boost our posts too. Boosting is a huge thing, man. I mean, I, you can reach, I can reach, you know, 5,000 people and just a click of a button, you know, you can reach more than that. Right. And so that, that's been a huge thing too. And we can target our areas like the surrounding cities. Um, and that's been huge for us, but also I, I, I got to give credit to, you know, the city of Unimclaw people have just reached, you know, just love us and they, you know, at the word of mouth, I mean, we've hardly done any marketing for our weddings. And this summer we have, I think, 38 or 40 weddings booked. Uh, or I should say uh, events, because that's included like rehearsal dinners and grad parties and stuff like that. But the city of Enoclaw has been really great to us in opening. And there was really no, uh, not a food truck scene before we got there. And now there, now there is. Now there's a couple breweries popping up and more food trucks are going out there. So uh, the support has been great, but also we've, I think we've done a good job on social media as well. How do, you, how do people who, want, who have weddings, like, in the beginning, did they find you? I'm sure people have a food truck now. They're like, all right, if I start a food truck, like, how do I let people know that I do weddings? Yeah, you know, it's, it's all because people think, well, pizza at a wedding? And I'm telling you, 
wood fired pizza, and we, we do wood fired pizza by the way. I'm not sure if that was that was clear. But that was uh, my next question actually. What kind of pizza? Yeah, do you do? yeah, we do wood fired. It's kind of neo Neapolitan style. Um, basically, what? Oh, sorry, I'll go into the catering here in just a second. Yeah. Uh, but basically, our pizza is it, basically you know we get pizza snobs that like our pizza, and we also get you know the blue collar construction guy that loves you know just a plain cheese or you know meat pizza. So I find our pizza to be really unique in the fact that we basically, you know, we bridge the gap from pizza snobs to just the regular guy who just wants a meat pizza. And I think we've done a really good job at that. And we basically use, you know, Italian, uh, we use like double zero flour. Uh, and we, we basically use the, the baking and the dough of an Italian uh, pizzeria. But we also put like American, you know, toppings on it. And I think we've done a good job at that. Uh, but for, for catering, you know, we, so my business partner, Alex, his parents, uh, actually opened a wedding venue the same, the same summer we started our truck. And that, uh, that has been big as well. Cause they became like, they're like the number one or two or top 10, something like that in the Washington state for wedding venues. And oh, wow. yeah, they do a great job and, and we've gotten, it's been a very good, you know, relationship between us because we do, you know, we'll do 10, 15 weddings at their place a year. When it first started, you know, we, we only did a couple, but as we were growing, they were growing and we kind of just been a good, you know, hand in hand match. Uh, but other than that, it's just been word of mouth, man. It's people, especially if you do a really, really good job. I mean, maybe just in Northwest, maybe people are nicer over here. I don't know. but uh, <laughs> People really will tell people, you got to go with these guys. You got to go with Cascaded Pizza Co., you know. And we do everything and anything to make sure, you know, event runs smoothly that we're because I, I got married just a few months ago um, and I understand how this distress of weddings work. It's like I always say, you know, whatever we can do to make sure your wedding goes as smooth as possible, like we're going to do it. You know, now, uh, do you serve like the wedding? It's like the wedding itself or do you do like the rehearsal dinner? Yeah, so we'll do we'll you know we'll do both. It's normally it's separate. Like if we're doing the rehearsal dinner, we don't do the wedding, or if we do a right. wedding, we're normally it's just whatever they want to do. Um, but yeah, what we do is we basically do buffet style. So we'll do like sixteen inch pizzas, um, on, put on like these really cool wooden planks, uh, and you can see all the stuff on our Instagram page as well. Uh, you know, and we have and we also do like salads. We'll do like wood fired meatballs, crazy skewers. We have a whole list of like appetizers as well. Um, and it's just we're so like. Not to say that we're cheap, like we make a really, really high quality product, but at the end of the day, it's pizza, you know, we're not making, you know, steak and salmon. So our, our prices are just super competitive compared to, you know, $40 a head for some salmon and salad. It's like people are kind of shying away from that now. And we're getting, we're getting so many requests, man, that like we've, we've turned down like 10, 15 wedding requests just because we can't. You know, we obviously can't do it two in one day. Right. That's so, the, I think. Um, I think that's the other thing too with a food truck, right? Is you're limited to just one per, one place per day. Yeah, basically. Yep. Whereas uh, if you have a restaurant, you just hire a couple extra people, and you can do multiple catering orders. It, yeah, exactly. So maybe that is and so why. That's, and that's also another thing too is I, I think you mentioned earlier we're we're kind of in the process of opening um, our first restaurant, so it's. Uh, it's crazy to think where we've come. Um, it's, it's just a tiny little restaurant. It's like, I want to say it's got to be like four to 500 square feet. We're just doing basically the whole place will be a kitchen. Um, and then we're doing delivery and there's like a, uh, we're going to do like come up to a window and order basically. Really? So it's going to be no dining at all. Yeah, no dining. It's going to, and there's actually a, a similar concept in Eden Claw where it's this little Mexican place, the best burritos ever. And it's just a kitchen. The entire thing's kitchen. People just can walk up and order. Um, 
You know, because what I found too, I think the trend over the last five years is a lot of people like eating at their home, but also they don't want to cook. You know, things yeah. are just they're, they're too tired. The kids are running around. So I think a lot of people love obviously delivery. I mean, we've seen the explosion of Uber Eats, you know, and, and DoorDash. But I think people like eating in their homes. So we find it a good a good concept. Just to you know, you don't need to sit in our restaurant. It, we'll eventually. Our plan is to get another restaurant, you know, have a full service sit down. But that's that, you know, probably a couple of years out of that. I think and this, he, is just, this could what? just this could just be in my family. Um, but we're busy, right? Like my kids do a lot of stuff. They have sports right. that they're doing. And, but we want like we're really conscious about what we eat and we want to eat good stuff. But I don't right. but we want it to go or we want it to be quick because, you know, we don't have a ton of time. So it's something like what you do. Pizza is super versatile, right? You can make a pizza with just about anything on it. You know, you can, right, you exactly. can be super creative with it. You can put a ton of good good vegetables on there, good quality cheese, good quality sauce. It doesn't have to be bad for you. Um, right, right. So, so it gives you the opportunity to cater to that busy family who wants to eat pretty healthy. Not, I don't want to yeah. say healthy, but know what ingredients are in what they're eating. Exactly, right. It's, it's funny because, like, you know, <laughs> we'll have – because we have a ton of regulars and they'll, they'll get, you know, the mom and dad will get pizza from us from themselves, but the kids are just – kids don't know, so they'll get, you know, a little Caesars pizza because they have no idea, what, you know, what, what good is. But, yeah, I mean, a lot of our business, even from an Enum Claw, it's just, it's just basically takeout to go. People come into the parking lot, they'll get pizzas, and they'll take it home. Um, and we've had a really good relationship. We actually sell in a parking lot where there's kind of uh, – it's called Phil's. It's a, like a growler fill-up place, and it's actually a bar now as well. They actually recently uh, just moved literally behind the building, and that's actually – we're actually taking their spot. That's that's where our restaurant's going to be. Just oh, excellent. People, yeah, people have known us to be in this certain parking slot, parking spot. Uh, and so, yeah, that's where our first place is going to be. But majority of our, our – sales has got to be just takeout you know families come and order you know four or five pizzas and taking it home yeah there's nothing like that around here where i am there's nothing there's no the food maybe in boston downtown but boston's kind of a pain to get into and out of right right from where i am yeah it's it's, it's nice in the, the community we're in because people you know we're so close people can walk down to us um it's just a really unique city it's one of the I, my wife and i are try, trying to buy a house uh, in that we don't live in that city now currently but we're trying to it's just We've been very blessed and fortunate about that 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 town always supporting us. Um, You're not going to you know, move to LA. What's that? You're not moving to LA. Uh, I thought about it for a while, but it's no, I, I probably won't. <laughs> no, so you have somebody who lives in LA that you communicate with a lot, and you know what it, it's like to live there. So yeah, is yeah. he convinced you I, to I, like? Is he trying to convince you to move there, or has he said, or just by talking to him, have you been like, you know what, I'm good. No, I just, I, so I've kind of gone back and forth. I mean, I've never left Washington state and my, my wife has a really good job. And I went, I was, before I was like, Oh, cause the, the future of Cascadia was actually, you know, it was, it was very uncertain when, when he was moving. Cause you know, I didn't have the funds to, to purchase a company or, or buy into it. So for a while we were like, Oh, is Cascadia going to even work? And I was thinking about, well, maybe I can move down to LA cause his plan was always start another food truck down there. Right. But uh, I've been down there, uh, twice once or twice now and uh i work down there i love it it I, I would i would move down there but also you know cascadia has just taken off over here and that'd be it's just like we're at that tipping point we're just kind of i think once we get this restaurant going i think we're really gonna really gonna explode that's awesome so he's doing a pretty good job down there too is he looking to open up a spot himself down there like a like a restaurant or is he just yeah cool? I, th I think that's his probably his overall goal he's alex is just such a brilliant guy he uh He's ba he's the backbone and he's the the smarts to to Cascadia as well. You know he's kind of he 
about half and half. It's half his pizza recipes, half are mine. Uh, he actually he probably has a little bit more than half. Uh, but yeah, I'm assuming that's probably his goal. I'm not exactly sure what his plans are. I know his food truck is killing it down there. Pacific Pizza Co. For anybody wondering, uh, great Neapolitan style pizza. Um, but yeah, I'm not exactly sure what his plans are down there. That's awesome. So wh- where where can people go check you guys out online and see what you're up to? Yeah, so uh, just Facebook uh, at Cascadia Pizza Co. Uh, the Co is very important. People never put the Co in there. Uh, then Instagram as well, just uh, Cascadia Pizza Co. And we'll link up all that in the show notes too. If you're if you're if someone's listening to this and they want to open a food truck or they're thinking about it or maybe they just started, like what's one piece of advice you could give them? Just do it. You're never gonna go anywhere just sitting on your butt. And people always have these dreams and they, and they never go for. It and they're scared what their family's gonna think, what their friends are gonna think. And it's just do it, man. You, you got to get up, do it. There's all there's a ton of ways to find funds. And you just got to get up and do it. Start small. That's what we did. We started very small. And you continually continually grow and, you know, take baby steps. I love it because sometimes people overthink it too much. And I would rather look back and say, you know what? I tried it and it didn't work. Then look back and say, I wish I did that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's always easy to – it's not easier, but you always got to try it. You never want to live with regret. So I love it. So right. Cascadia Pizza Co. is the website. We'll link up all that in the show notes. Christian, thank you so much for joining us on the show today. Absolutely, brother. I appreciate you having me on. All right. Well, thanks to Christian for joining me on the show. Guys, if you're looking to get started in the food truck industry, the key is just to get started. You're never going to learn enough to start. You need to start. And my suggestion is that you go work at a food truck like Christian did to get started. If you're really into the pizza scene or you want to get into a restaurant, you know, go work with one. Find one, ask some friends that you have or some people that you're acquainted with and see if anybody owns a restaurant similar to the one you want to get into and go work there for a little bit. Even if you don't make a lot of money, it'll just going to give you a huge education as to what the restaurant business is really like. I get a lot of emails from people saying, hey, I want to get into the restaurant. I'm a plumber. I'm a lawyer. I'm a whatever. And I want to open a pizzeria. What's the first thing that I should do? I say the first thing that you should really do is go work in a pizzeria to see if you actually like it because this business is hard. And it's changing quickly. It's not like what it was in the 90s or early 2000s. The times are changing very, very quickly. So if you're looking to get started in the pizzeria business or uh, you open a food truck, go find one that you like and ask them if you can work for them. All of us pizzeria owners and operators are looking for great people, even if it's on a short-term basis. If you go into some place and you say, hey, listen, I'm going to get started. Uh, I want to open my own food truck. Can I work with you? I'm going to be super motivated. I'm going to work really hard, but I'm only going to be here for three to six months. That person will probably say, yes, I'll treat you as long as you have a good attitude and show you how to do things. And you show up to work for every day for a guaranteed three to six months, no problem. So go do that. That's how, what my suggestion to you is. If you're listening to this and you're looking to get started, go find a place that you you is similar to what you want to do and go work there because that's going to be your best education. These podcasts are great and emailing people back and forth are great, but there's no better education than hands-on, in-the-dirt, in-the-trenches education. That's when you're going to get your best bet. But if you're already operating, here's my little right hook to you. You should check out the Mastermind Group, Smart Pizza Marketing Mastermind Group. We help you figure out what's working. If you've already passed that stage and you've opened your food truck or you've opened your restaurant and you need to figure out what's working, but you want to do it yourself. Maybe you've got some time on your hands. Your business isn't as busy as you'd like it to be. So you have the the ability of time. Uh, the Mastermind Group is perfect for you. We talk about on our weekly calls, or actually our bi-monthly, bi-weekly calls, rather. We talk about what's working now. We answer your questions. We go over tutorials of what's happening. You get access to our private website and Facebook group. 
that we answer your questions. We give you tutorials. We show you exactly what's working and how it's working and how you can do it in your business. If that sounds like you, you should head over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash mastermind. Or if you're driving right now, just remember this. You can always email me, bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com. That email goes directly to me. We have a huge, we have a big team behind us, but that email, bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com goes right to my inbox. So if you have a question about our marketing platform, about the mastermind group, about a topic for a show, just remember bruce in smartpizzamarketing.com and put those two together and you can always find me. I'm pretty good with my emails and I get back to people usually within the day or two. So if you shoot me an email, I'm going to get back to you. All right, guys, follow me on Twitter at Irving Media. Follow me on Instagram at Smart Pizza Marketing. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook because we have a private Facebook group, Marketing for Restaurants, you can get access to. Uh, but we also do live shows on Facebook. We have our guests that we have on the podcast or other guests that we do for these live shows. And they come, you can come and hang out with us for a little bit and join us live. These live shows are usually a little bit longer than the podcast. I'd like to try to keep the podcast at about 30 minutes. But sometimes these live shows go to about 45 minutes or an hour even because there's people there. We're asking questions. And it's your shot to ask these experts live your questions. Maybe you have a question about a podcast episode that you've listened to and you want to be able to ask that person. Our live show is a perfect spot for that. But you have to go like our Facebook page in order to be notified. So go do that. And we are Smart Pizza Marketing on Facebook. Guys, I really, really appreciate you joining me on the podcast. The emails, the messages mean a ton to me. I super appreciate your attention. So if there's anything I can ever do for you, don't hesitate to reach out and have a tremendous week, guys, and we'll see you on the next one.